0: Oh, it's been a struggle this morning I'm feeling kind of brain dead Kind of Wiped out It's been kind of rough At my job lately And it's been really hot I feel like Excess heat Really, uh Sucks the energy out of you And I wonder why that is I need to do, a. E-L-I-5 on Reddit. Do you know what that means? Do I need to... It's a... It's a page on Reddit, what they call a subreddit. And it's explain like I'm five. And then people ask their questions and people try to explain it to them like they're five years old. But the answer is probably boring and common sense. I don't even know if I should waste time Googling it, but I'm I'm going to anyway. Why does heat sap my energy? I always wonder what search engines do with cultural words like that. I didn't want to put why does heat make me make me exhausted because then you just get Heat exhaustion. Oh, and here it is right here. Oh, it's, it's, it's a Reddit page, but it's, it's Ask Reddit. So let's do it. Let's jump in with both feet. Somebody asked the user angry underscore African asked this question seven years ago. Why does hot weather feel like it's draining my energy? And the top answer only has two upvotes. What's going on? This poor guy. Oh, well, the the comments have been locked probably due to racism. (laughs) Because, you know, everything on the internet eventually devolves into racism. So let's see what user yay855 had to say. Excess heat causes your body to get too warm which makes you want to rest to prevent such things as heat stroke. You also lose a lot of water and nutrients through sweat, which can make you lethargic, which is actually what my common sense told me. It's your body's response. I mean, just like for the same reason that uh, like cold and flu and COVID symptoms are are all the same. It's, It's your body's response to the infection and trying to get rid of it but it's been a struggle getting my brain straightened out this morning so i was digging around looking for something to just pique my curiosity and i found i found this article from uh when did it oh it was uh february 2022 the top 10 censored stories of 2021. And the first one right off the bat got me into something that I've always been curious about, which is the cost of healthcare. It really bothers me that there is one price for the insurance And another, another price for the cash payer, like that's red flag number one that there is something wrong with this system. I don't think that we should be arguing, you know, rate cuts for insurance companies, but we shouldn't. We we really shouldn't be. I mean, it's it's about fairness. Everybody says, "Oh, life's not fair. The world's not fair." I mean, yeah, that's that's true, but. That doesn't mean that we just have to go along with blatant unfairness. I mean, the, the the world isn't fair because people don't try to make it fair. It should be the same price across the board, regardless of who's paying for it, right? I mean, you don't go the, through the McDonald's <laughs> drive-thru. They don't ask you to, you know, give them your most recent pay stub and tax return to see how much they're going to charge you for a cheeseburger. The price of the cheeseburger is the price of the cheeseburger. But the first story, the first of the top 10 most censored stories, this is actually kind of a bad top 10 layout. I mean, I guess if it's in no particular order, but they should just go in a particular order and start with number 10. Because, you know, then you get that countdown, anticipation. But I guess it's partially my fault. I could have done that. <laughs> but uh, the cat's out of the bag. You know that this is, the, is, is designated number one on the website. But forget all that. Number 10. <laughs> Prescript. Okay, we're doing good so far. Prescription drug costs set to become a leading cause of death for elderly Americans. Quote. Soaring prescription drug costs. Have been widely reported. By corporate news outlets. But they've utterly ignored. The staggering resulting cost in human lives. More than 1.1 million seniors. Enrolled in Medicare programs. Could die prematurely in the next decade. Due to unaffordable prescription drugs. According to a November 2020 study. Reported on by Kenny Stancil. Or common dreams, whatever that is. Quote, as medicines become increasingly expensive, patients skip doses, ration prescriptions, that's a hard word. (laughs) No, it's not. I'm an idiot. (laughs) Or quit treatment altogether. Project Censored explained a phenomenon known as cost related non adherence, which will become a leading cause of death in the U.S. ahead of diabetes, influenza, pneumonia, and kidney disease by 2030, according to the study by the nonprofit West Health Policy Center and Excenda, the research arm of Amerisource Bergen, a drug distributor. The price of, of pharmaceuticals is outrageous anyway and it's it's in my opinion in part to the fact that well it's it's all the collusion and corruption that exists between drug manufacturers and insurance companies and then employers because you know your employer has to pay for your health care now it's it's just another system that's been twisted up by corrupt, greedy people. And it's the worst kind of corruption because it is flowing from the people that are supposed to be healing instead of hurting. And it's gone Complete, well, not completely under the radar, but it it, it flies under the radar because, well, it, isn't it a basic human right? Everybody needs health care. And then it's been manipulated through the FDA to facilitate chemicals and other ingredients going into our food, which make us sick and therefore... Increasingly reliant on this corrupt healthcare system. And it's been perpetuated most recently by this COVID 19 pandemic, which has essentially enabled drug manufacturers to profit off of the taxpayers through this vaccine rollout which is being sold to taxpayers and consumers as the free vaccine. But really, Pfizer, for example, has manipulated the government into buying millions of doses of their drug, and then they pass it out to the taxpayers for free. Well, where where did the government get that money? Yeah. That big number under deductions on your pay stub, that's where they got that money. So whether you want the vaccine or not, you're still paying for it. You're paying for every single dose that someone else doesn't pay for. All of those free shots are coming right out of your taxes. And it got back, I mean, it went back to obama as well with obamacare ma- meaning making sure that everybody had insurance it's it sounds like a great thing on the surface right and it could have been a great thing but instead what it became was a way for the health care industry to extract more money out of taxpayers And then to add insult to injury, we find out that Medicare and Medicaid and Obamacare and the other free healthcare programs throughout the states only pay 70%. And maybe that's the fair price. But the downside is the disincentive of providers to properly care for their Medicare patients? Why do they want to work harder for less money? Why does anybody want to work harder for less money? We don't go to work because we have such, I mean, some of us go to work because we really enjoy it. Some of us are so rich that we don't have to go to work, but we still do because we enjoy the work that we do. But most of us go to work to get paid. And if you start cutting people's wages, well, then they don't come to work. And that's one of kind of the unspoken issues with these businesses that claim they have to offer subpar service and subpar products because they can't get people to come to work. And you saw a little bit early in the in the pandemic, or I should say, maybe maybe in the middle of the pandemic, as things were tentatively opening up, you saw businesses posting, you know, come in here and work for nineteen bucks an hour, fifteen bucks an hour, you know, trying to offer an enticing wage to get people to come to work. But that's not the case in most places. And I, I've heard it It explained that the reason businesses aren't raising their wages is because they're staring down the barrel of this inflation that we're experiencing. And isn't it interesting that the cost, the cost of inflation, it, it doesn't really impact the business. Because what does the business do if if there's an increase in the cost of their supply, they just raise the price of their product. If there's a a new government regulation that comes out that adds cost to the business operating, they just pass that increase along to the consumer. And this is another reason why we have to get corporate money out of politics. I I don't know how that's done, but it has to be done because we are, we are suffering under the weight of these bureaucratic corporate and government systems that do things like control the price of healthcare by just perpetuating imaginary costs paid for with imaginary money. And this is one of the things that Donald Trump was trying to fight against. And it's one of the reasons that he was so vilified in the media, because if you look at the board of directors. At, at all of these media companies or, or at the parent companies that control the media companies, you see that they have interests in pharmaceutical companies, in chemical companies, in oil companies, and other energy companies. We are under the boot of a very small percentage of the population that, ironically enough, makes a lot of its money from the things that the media is trying to demonize. Now isn't that strange? I mean not really if you realize that this these these news stories are only geared towards creating chaos and violence, not actually exacting any change. It's an emotional roller coaster. We want to hope, hope, hope. Oh, this is this politician is going to be the one. And then we throw all of our support behind them. And no, they turn into exactly the same kind of politician that we're trying to root out of our government. And I I recently learned, I, I don't remember if I talked about it recently, that Democrats are actually funneling money to Republican candidates that they think they can beat. So they're helping Republicans win their primaries because they feel that they can beat that Republican candidate in the general election. Does that surprise you? And is that really the reason? I mean, if you look at funding and donations on opensecrets.org, you can see that companies, a lot, I mean, some companies donate only to Republicans or only to Democrats, but a lot of companies, a lot of the big money donates to Democrat and Republican alike because it's not about a political agenda as much as it is about owning a political candidate and being able to manipulate them. So Donald Trump gets into office and one of the first things that he wants to do is drive down the cost of some of these healthcare products. So I dug in a little bit to see what the big deal is And I started with the cost of insulin, you know, the diabetes medication. And, oh, and here's actually a nice little rundown from World Population Review. Insulin is a hormone made by the pancreas, which enables the body's cells to absorb sugar from the bloodstream and consume it for energy. However, in roughly 10% of the world's population... The body's ability to produce and utilize insulin is disrupted, resulting in a chronic condition known as diabetes. And the and here is the top 10 companies where insulin is most expensive. This is a little bit outdated, 2018, but that's actually, for the sake of this argument, it's a good thing because Donald Trump did a lot to get those prices down for america number 10 italy 10 bucks luxembourg 1015 korea 1030 germany 11 canada 12 switzerland 1246 japan 1440 mexico 1648 the number 2 country is kind of weird chile $21.48 for insulin and number 1 the united states $98.70 so why does the united states pay 98.70 for insulin while italy only pays $10 well let's keep reading a landmark study published by the rand corporation in 2020 analyzed the average price of several different forms of insulin in 33 countries, of the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, which includes most of the world's developed countries and high-income countries. The study revealed that the manufacturer price for any given type of insulin averaged 5 to 10 times higher in the U.S. than in all other countries, even when using net prices, which incorporate possible rebates. Now, maybe you're saying Fox. Maybe we have a higher standard for the insulin that we buy. Maybe you're right. Where is insulin manufactured? And the answer is the Western world. In fact, mostly most of the insulin that we use is made in America. And that's the key. See, since the insulin that we use is insulin made in America. These drug companies are allowed to make, oh, what's what's this article say? Uh, incremental improvements that kept insulin under patent. And there it is. So, the same reason that diabetes patients have to pay Outrageous prices for insulin is the same reason that college students have to pay outrageous prices for books because the people that make them just make tiny little adjustments and keep the price as high as possible. And it's the same story with the EpiPen. You can get a two-pack of EpiPens in the UK for 69 bucks, but in the U.S., that same thing's gonna cost you $608.61. I'll be back. Goodbye.